The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey y'all, Eve's here. We're doubling up today with two events in history. One from me and one from former host Tracy V. Wilson. On with the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 8th. Wilhelm Röntgen first observed x-rays on this day in 1895, and he did it completely by accident. Röntgen had his notes destroyed after he died, so we don't 100% know the process that led him to this discovery, but people have tried to sort of piece it together based on what he discovered and what we know he was working with. So here's how most people think it went down. He was working in a dark room, and he was experimenting by running a current through a glass bulb that's known as a Crookes tube or a cathode bulb. It's basically a glass tube that has a partial vacuum inside of it. He had this tube encased in cardboard or a black carton to try to block the light that was emanating out of it when he exposed it to this current. But then he realized that even though there was this black carton that was blocking all the visible light, something was causing a plate that was coated in barium cyanide to glow whenever he did this, and that was weird. That cardboard barrier was blocking all the physical light, and yet something was happening that was causing this plate to glow. It glowed even if it was a couple of meters away from the tube. So he was really curious about this. He started experimenting with photographic plates, and he discovered that objects of different thicknesses and densities were recorded differently on this plate when he placed them in between the tube and the plate. 
Later on in 1895, he put his wife's hand wearing her wedding ring in front of this photographic plate, and the result was an image of her bones with a visible wedding ring on her ring finger. This was very dramatic. No one had ever seen a picture of the inside of someone's body this way before. She reportedly said, I have seen my death. He called this image a rungenogram. And because he didn't know exactly what it was that was causing the image to appear in this way, he said that the phenomenon was called X-rays. He didn't know that these were part of the same spectrum as visible light, but with a much shorter wavelength than visible light. And today we do know that they're part of the electromagnetic spectrum. That is something that people suspected pretty quickly after this first discovery. Röntgen published a paper about his findings, which immediately revolutionized the world of medical diagnostics. For the first time ever, you could actually see things like broken bones and foreign objects inside of a person's body. Within a year, there was a whole new field of medicine, and that was the field of radiology. Röntgen won the first Nobel Prize for physics for this discovery in 1901. These early x-rays, though, they were pretty dangerous. People experienced burns and cancers after being exposed to too much radiation. Today's x-rays, of course, are a lot more controlled. The doses are much smaller. And it's also a lot faster. Today's x-ray imaging happens almost instantaneously, but early x-ray machines often required patients to hold still for several minutes as this exposure was taking place. Thanks very much to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on this episode and to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on the show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow when we will look at an event from Nazi Germany. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from ATT Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. ATT Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit ATT.com slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello again. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History Class, a show where we drop history knowledge every single day. The day was November 8, 1892. A general strike began in New Orleans, Louisiana, after it had been postponed twice. The strike ended four days later, with workers winning many of the demands they called for. In May of 1892, streetcar operators in New Orleans won shorter hours, moving from 16-hour days to 12-hour days. And they won a closed shop, which is when an employer only hires union members. That summer, Black and white workers organized many new labor unions, so that 49 local unions were soon part of the American Federation of Labor, or AFL. The unions organized a local labor federation called the Working Men's Amalgamate Council, which met in integrated sessions. The late 19th century was a time characterized by racial violence, segregation, convict leasing, and the restriction of jobs for Black workers. But there were integrated jobs and labor demonstrations. Three racially integrated unions, the Round Freight Teamsters and Loaders Union, the Scalesmen's Union, and the Warehousemen and Packers Protective Union made up the so-called Triple Alliance. The Triple Alliance went to the Board of Trade, the employer's organization, demanding a preferential union shop, 10-hour day, and overtime pay. But the Board of Trade announced that it refused to enter into agreements with Black people. On October 24th, members of the Triple Alliance went on strike, and the president of the Working Men's Amalgamated Council said that its unions would strike if a settlement wasn't reached. But the board said that it would work with the scalesmen and packers, who were mostly white, but not with the Teamsters, as most Black workers were Teamsters. And it went even further to stoke racial fears, saying that the Triple Alliance was threatening to put employers and control of the docks under a, quote, big Black Negro. The press even attempted to inflame tensions, accusing white unionists of being sympathetic to or controlled by Black people and claiming that Black strikers were beating people up. But the Triple Alliance and the council did not fold, and a general strike seemed imminent. Under increasing union pressure, the board was compelled to negotiate a contract, but the bargaining collapsed when the board would not budge on discussing the preferential union. So a general strike began on November 8th. About half of the city's workforce, or around 25,000 union members, participated in the general strike. Streetcars stopped running, the electrical grid stopped working, and the natural gas supply went empty. Firefighting, construction, printing, and street cleaning services were also disrupted. Governor Murphy Foster ordered 5,000 state militia troops to New Orleans, but the troops were withdrawn because the reports of chaos and violence were exaggerated. The press continued to claim that Black strikers were violent and threats to white supremacy, but unionists did not react to the appeals. 
Just days after the strike began, the council called off the strike due to the presence of the state militia, which remained outside the city, and the Board of Trade agreed to negotiate. The union won a wage increase, overtime pay, and a 10-hour day, but the agreement did not include a preferential union shop, and it did not grant recognition to the unions of the Triple Alliance. Streetcar workers' union recognition ended. The strike has been deemed a success by some contemporary and current assessments, since the strikers won many of their demands and demonstrated racial solidarity. Critics have said that the strike failed since it did not win the union shop. But in the years following the general strike, riots broke out between white and black workers on the New Orleans docks. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there's something I missed in the show today, you can let us know at T-D-I-H-C podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We also accept electronic letters at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.